Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to Up Level Together podcast, place to up level in every aspect of your life, from personal development to mindset and spirituality to business tips and relationships building. We bring you best interviews, tools, and inspiration where one episode can change your whole life. Here's your host, Yasna Borzov. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to Up Level Together. Oh my goodness, my goodness. Mamas out there, if you are listening to this right now, motherhood is difficult. Uh, someone once told me, you know, if, you, if it's really difficult, you're not doing it right. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, would I like to have a conversation with them again. I think being a parent, not just the mama, although mamas have a completely different role in experiencing differently, is just the most difficult job on planet Earth. And for me, when I first uh, had my babies, um, you know, they came so quickly, two in a year, I completely lost my compass. I lost myself. I lost who I was. I was, you know, thrown into the motherhood and martyrhood. And I think that that it was how I was raised. And self-care was, what was self-care? What? <laughs> it just feels, it felt so selfish. I didn't take care of myself at all. And, you know, again, I think I did pretty good by my children, but I think I would have done some things differently. Um, if I had uh, a chance to do it, do it over mostly in how I take care of myself. This is why conversation today is so incredibly important. I bring you Maggie Martin, who is the founder of the Mama Tribe, and she is just the most incredible human. She has three children and fourth on the way. And I keep looking at her and I'm thinking, how the heck do you do it all? And she does it with such grace and acknowledging that every day is not easy. So she walks me through her days and how she, you know, figures out her her uh, days and how she parents. And then we really dig into the, the conversation around why is motherhood so complex and why do we isolate ourselves? And we talk about the self-care and what are the themes and issues that she see arise as, as a common theme uh, among new moms. And from her mama tribe, she gives us specific examples of the things that we can do um, the steps that we can do to really work on our marriage, work on ourselves and why that's really important. So this conversation is for every single mama out there that's just struggling, that just wants to hide herself in the bathroom for five minutes because she needs a timeout. But truly, we want to talk about these these things because they together, we know better. That's why she created the Mama Tribe where women can come together and feel like they're not alone. So she, her idea came to her from um, attending ECFE, early childhood classes, and felt, feeling like there was some other components that were missing, like working on the marriage and, and, and practicing self-care. So she really uh, created this beautiful method. And I love Maggie so much, and I love watching her as a mother 
and I know she loses it sometimes. I just know it. But I feel like even when she loses it, she loses it with so much joy. And she is the kind of person that I turn to for for parenting um, advice. So without further ado, here's Maggie and uh, 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 the conversation around Mama Tribe and the challenges of motherhood. Hey, Maggie, welcome to Up Level Together. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Are you kidding me? I am the one that's so excited. I keep watching you and you have, I have, you know, two little ones and you have three and the fourth on the way. And I am just so, like you are literally my definition of a superwoman. For all the moms out there, Maggie's it. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. How far along are you right now? I am 20 weeks today. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. So how old are your children? Uh, four, almost three, almost one, and then we'll have our last uh, before the end of the year. <laughs> I think all the moms right now are like slight PTSDs acting out. <laughs> like what? <laughs> so I, I'm, we're going to, there's, I'm excited about today's conversation because I wish I had someone like you to talk to when I had little ones. Like I was, I really like the definition of my motherhood, early motherhood was um, I was in a cave and it felt really, really lonely. But how on earth for everyone listening, how do you do all of it? The husband and the house and the business and, and, and pregnancy and three (laughs) children under four. Yeah. I mean, I don't do it all. Um, we do have help cleaning our house. Uh, my husband is super supportive and he helps me. He'll like unload the dishwasher each morning um, and helps me with chores. And then I just really work in like five minute increments. So if the kids like go downstairs to play for a hot second, I'm like running to my planner, my schedule to see like, what can I get done? What can I create? Who can I reach out to? Um, so just being super, super intentional with the time that I, that I have. That's amazing. You know, there's, I've heard expression before. I think this applies to you. If you want something done, give it to a mom. (laughs) It's so true. I mean, like I can get so much done in a day when I'm super intentional about it. It's absolutely incredible. And do you ever feel like I, I just like where I just need, I need a minute. Yeah. I mean, totally. I took all most of yesterday off because I just didn't, I didn't really want to be a mom. (laughs) <laughs> and I didn't really be, <laughs> thank you for saying that <laughs> I didn't really want to be a business woman so that I just didn't do anything <laughs> that's that's I just absolutely love that so you know when I remember feeling um I you know they don't come with the with the uh, manual there was like I don't know what I'm doing and I you're just so new and so lost and what was so brilliant, and this is why I'm so in awe of you, is that you really were aware enough to see what was happening, and you created something called Mama Tribe to bring mamas together. Please tell me, how did you get, how did you get started? Where did the idea come from? And yeah. um, tell me everything. Yeah, so uh, it happened last, actually, September when I had Porter. Um, he was my third, and he was just a hard, a really, really hard baby. And so um, we, I was in ECFE, and if you don't know what that is, it's Early Childhood Family Education. 
and I love it and I thrive at it, but we don't talk about marriage and we don't talk about self-care. And my marriage was suffering with Matt after having Porter. And it was like, I want to get the education to be a better mom. And I want to get marriage input to be a really good wife. And then I want people to tell me how to take care of myself better, how to put my needs first. Or, and so it, it wasn't in existence that I could find. And so then I was like, well, I'm just going to make it. So you, so, so Mama Tribe is this incredible community to support women who feel isolated and lonely and scared. And all. I mean, really, I feel like for me, the definition was lost. Like, what am I doing wrong? Right. And I was so wrapped up. I had to stop working completely um, because I had two in a year and I was so overwhelmed. Yeah. And you, I mean, you're right. Every single facet of our life suffers. And that's really, really hard. Um, so what, what do you want um, the Mama Tribe women to know the most? Just that they have a community. So the moms that have gone through the Mama Tribe, like they talk to each other. We have a private Facebook, Facebook group. Um, that we get to learn from a parent educator who tells us like tips and tricks with our kids. Um, we have guest speakers that come teach us about self-care and talk about marriage. Um, just to know that they're not alone and that this journey is hard and you shouldn't, you shouldn't do it alone. You shouldn't feel like you can't meet your friends um, and see people and have the support that you deserve. I, I love that. Why is it, darn it, that we as women like don't, you know, we're really hard on ourselves and we have a hard time asking for help. At least I do. Um, and I feel like there's just so much judgment on like motherhood and how it should be done. I'm really curious from your perspective, because you are, I mean, you've been doing this for years now, you're an expert. Where does that come from? Why is it so hard for us to, to ask for help or and take care of ourselves? Yeah, I think it's, I think we were taught as a society that we come last and I believe it should be the opposite. Um, just, I, I know that maybe, and you don't always see it like celebrities, for example, like they have all this help and it looks like they're doing it all, but really they're not doing it all. But from our perspective, it looks like it. And so I think we're just taught as at a young age that you have to be the good mom, the good wife and, you know, stick thin and, you know, all the pressure that we have. Um, and so I think as society, as a society, we've just put that, put a mom in that bubble and then created expectations around it. So what do you think, if we were to define, what do you think, that, that's really interesting. You bring up two really interesting points. Um, the first one, what's the definition of a perfect mom? Do you think according to a society? Not just you, because you and I know that it, right, every mom is perfect and so right, but what, what would you think is an expectation that we have inhaled somehow? That we have to do it all, and we have to be it all, and have the body and the friends and the social status and the money. I mean, I think we just, we just think that we have to have all of these ducks in a row where I just think to be a perfect mom, you just have to be happy. You have to find that place where you're happy with the life that you've created. So if you are, I, it, oh my God, children don't want, what did it say? Children don't want a perfect mom. They just want a happy one. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is so, so brilliant. I love that. You know, do you think that um, I wasn't on social media, thank God, at the time? 
and I wasn't even on Instagram. Instagram didn't exist in my life at, at the time. Do you think that that uh, that the social media exacerbates the problem? Kind of like that we put you know only the highlight reel because like there are days when like I, I really when my kids fight, I just sometimes hyperventilate because I'm like I can't handle this. I just want mommy needs a timeout, right? And then I go to someone's someone's um, you know uh, story and everything is honky dory all the time, and it's not. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny you bring this up because yesterday I actually posted about it because I wasn't on social yesterday because I was feeling so off and, and honestly just sad and I didn't have a reason to feel sad, but I felt it and I was trying to honor myself. Um, but I did post in my stories like, you didn't see me today because I felt sad and I don't want you to think that I'm just sharing a highlight reel because that is what, I mean, a lot of people do share their highlight reel and that's what they are choosing to share where if you come onto my page you'll see the temper tantrums and the screaming fits about food and how Porter, you know, chose not to nap or Emmett hit his sister. I mean, I'm very, I strive to be very, very real because I don't want to be a highlight reel. I want to show you what motherhood is like so that if you come to me and come to the mama tribe, it's, we're all vulnerable and we're all real and we're all honest. And it's, it's a crazy hard journey and you shouldn't, feel like you're not measuring up to somebody that you don't really know on social media. That's so true. I did see those stories. That's why I'm asking because it was just, because you are as real as it gets. Like I watched your stories before. I remember, I think it was five months ago, you, you know, in the morning you were, you got up and I think there was still snow on the ground and you were commenting, you like with some time to yourself and then literally took us through the whole day. And it was this range of emotions from children tantrums. But I've always admired with how you have handled things and handled yourself because, um, uh, for whatever reason, you always have this insight of what it is that you need to give yourself to go back to the kind of parenting that you want to do. I don't think I ever gave myself a time enough time out to calm down, to then come back replenished into the into the um, you know uh, into the the mother, so to speak. Is that something that you notice with women in Mama Tribe? Yeah. I mean, it's actually something we talked a lot about this summer is when our kids get mad or when we get mad, how, what, what do we do or how do we handle that? Because you're, you're going to feel frustrated. Um, and one of the things like I told my kids, maybe it was even yesterday, like I need a break. So you can either go downstairs and play or you can go over here and play. But like, I need some space right now to calm my body down. And my kids use that same language when they're frustrated. And so it's cool to see that like some stuff that I learned as being a teacher in my previous life that my kids are picking up and then they're using it to then tell me like, okay, mom, I need some space. Okay. You can have some space. Like, that's cool. If you need space to calm down, you take it. But I don't think, I mean, like you said, parent, we don't come, when you come on with a baby, you don't get a manual. (laughs) I wish we did. (laughs) It's, it's hard. So would that be, I, I practice something called attachment parenting. And w- w- is there like a, def, you know, a certain kind of parenting method that you teach because you're so wise and I just like, I always am glued to your recommendations. No. <laughs> okay. I don't. I just, yeah, I just kind of go with, go with how I feel what I've learned from 
from what I've learned, basically. I uh, well, you know what they say. I mean, you've had you have years into there. You are literally, by every definition, an expert in parenting right now. <laughs> uh, what do you notice with the moms? Um, besides the fact that we, we don't ask for help, what are some of the issues? What are some of the patterns? What comes up? And um, on, on the other side, how, how do you advise that they, that they handle it? Yeah, I think the thing that comes up the most is just taking time for themselves. Uh, pretty much every mom that did the Mama Tribe this summer was like, yeah, I didn't know if I could do it because I didn't want to miss bedtime. But like, I have nothing for myself. And it was like, come, come join me, come hang out with me on a Tuesday night for an hour. Um, and I think, I think where they struggle the most is that they, they don't put their needs first. And so then they're always feeling burnt out or they're feeling lonely or they're feeling like when we talked uh, about, um, when we talked about such the challenges that kids bring up and how challenging it can be when they're frustrated a lot of moms are like, wow, I thought my kid was the only one that like threw a ball or threw a truck across the, you know, and just feeling like you're not so alone or so my kid's the worst kid because he hit his sister. And it's like, no, every kid, it goes through those developmental things and learns all those things. So it really is just creating a community and getting support and knowing that you are not alone on this journey and you have tools and resources to to get you through it. That's incredible. I, um, you know, I've had some family members, you know, when my kids would, would fight or they're brawl, I'm like, well, they're just, you know, they're kids that's, you know, they fight and like, oh, my kids never did that. And I'm just like, you're sitting there, I, 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 you know, you feel like you've just been <laughs> rained on. <laughs> And it is the worst feeling because I feel like I'm doing the best that I can. And I don't know why, but it feels like such a personal attack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, even when we talk about like, oh, my kid melted down at Target and I felt so bad. It's like every kid has, I mean, every mom that I know has had a kid who's lost their crap in Target, you know, and, it, and rather than judge them, be like, oh girl, I've been there. Like, can I, can I do anything for you? That's the kind of community that I want to create. <laughs> so uh, I'm really curious, you know, the, um, are, are there any other issues that are not closely related to, to, you know, parenthood itself that mamas experience? Yeah. So the two other things we focus on are marriage. Um, and that was one when we did our marriage um, topic this summer, like almost every single mom was like, this was so helpful because so many times that gets put last on the list. If it's even on the list of all the things that you have to do. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and raising kids is hard. It's hard for you. And it's, if you aren't on the same page, then it's hard for you and your spouse. And so marriage and self-care is the two other ones. You know, I felt for me, and, and this wasn't always the case, but I felt like I was so tired and I felt like I told my husband, like, you know, you're, you're the last thing on my list right now. If you're not going to be helpful, don't come around. And that was like, and we literally have to have a conversation because he's like, do you hear yourself? Like, I'm your husband. And I really understand where he was coming from, truly. But at the time, I was so, so tired. But he just kind of woke me up a little bit because 
he is my life partner. And mm -hmm. I think there was, I think I was so tired and using that as an excuse not to do anything. Well, there's always something to be done, right? I mean, you and I have talked at length about, you know how much, how passionate I feel about a healthy marriage. Mm -hmm. If you have a healthy marriage, we're not going to have a healthy household or happy children. So what, you know, um, what are some things, let's say, for, for a new mama who is really struggling, or not even a new mama, I think, you know, especially if you have multiple kids, marriage, marriage suffers. What are some things that we can do to actually, one, become aware that something is off, like what are the warning signs? And then number two, what are some things that, that we can do to repair that? Yeah, those are great questions. Becoming aware, I think it's just how you and your partner communicate with each other or how you interact. Like for Matt and I, like when we're off, we aren't touching. Like he'll like, you know, put his hand on my back or I'll like rub his back while I'm walking past him or something. And if we aren't doing that, that's like my first signal. Like, ooh, something, we need to do something. We're not like at that level that I like to maintain with him. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's kind of knowing like what, what do you and your partner do when you're thriving and you feel really good with each other that then noticing those signs so that you can become aware. And then uh, something that's helped Matt and I is just to be super intentional. Um, and what that means for us is like on the weekends, we don't eat with our kids. I love the idea of family dinner and I love sitting down with my kids, but Matt and I don't get to talk during dinner when it's the five of us trying to, it's constant chaos. And I don't know anything about his day and we're, you know, Porter's throwing stuff and Emmett wants ketchup and Atlee wants mustard. I mean, it's just mad. Mm -hmm. And so the weekends we feed the kids at their normal time and we wait and we stay home and we, I mean, so we're not going out and spending money. We're not getting a babysitter. It's just a way for us to eat dinner together, whether we watch a movie or we play cards. Cause we used to do that before we had kids. We'd have play cards until, you know, the wee hours of the morning. And it's, so it's just, for us, it was finding things that we did before we had kids and figuring out how to bring that into our marriage now. Oh, that's really brilliant. So notice what are the things that are important to you in your relationship, whether it's intimacy or the way you talk to each other. And if that's off, um, you know, one of the things, our friend Hillary, uh, uh, she's like a, a really phenomenal um, uh, voice in terms of relationships. She always said that these are the warning signs. If you don't address them right away, it only gets worse. Yeah. So then you can do here the small things you can do just to kind of reconnect on any kind of, uh, you know, however that, whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. I mean, if you can have a babysitter and go out for date nights, that's great. We just right now in our wheelhouse, that's not what we can do. And so we literally had to brainstorm of like, how can we recreate a date while we're still at home with our three kids? So um, give me an example of, of, you know, that's phenomenal. I love that idea. My husband and I do the same because we're homebodies and we go to bed with chickens. So <laughs> we, we go to dates during the day, like for during the brunch. But what would be a, a, you know, have you ever heard uh, a, a creative ideas for, for dating at home besides the cards and, you know, having a dinner and a movie, anything that, that you have heard I, from mamas? I've heard of like date boxes. I've heard those have been good. Um, Matt and I actually just got, and this is a little more intricate, but we got, I set a goal actually last month that we have one adventure date 
um, a month and we take mm -hmm. turns planning it. And so this month, um, we actually did a day date because it's easier. And we just went and ate at restaurants that we don't get to go to. And it was so fun. So it was, we kind of had brainstormed things like going to football games this fall and things that we want to do. So kind of it's outside the house, but that's our goal is once a month, we're going to have an adventure date. And one of us is in charge of planning and childcare and all that. So the other one just gets to kind of have a fun experience with the other. Oh, I love that. So that, uh, that's why I asked because I, I was so impressed by that. For me, I normally just tell, tell my husband, like, just surprise me. Because I don't want to plan. I don't want to figure it out, right? But it's like, hey, why don't we both, you know, surprise each other and have this little mini adventure? I think it's such a brilliant idea. And really, it invites a little bit of that, like, excitement into the marriage that, that really tends to just kind of wear off a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After a while. How long have you been married? Uh, it will be seven years in September. Oh my goodness. Years just go by, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, the Mama Tribe, you have an online program and you have, you know, you, you connect with women, you run it twice um, a year or three times a year. Uh, it's, it's been three times. Yeah. I just okay. started in February. So we're making our, we're making our way. Yay. Okay. So what are some of the pillars? Like how does the program work for, for women? Um, because one of the things that was, that I was really struggling with, like I couldn't leave the home, I couldn't leave the house yep. and it was really difficult for me to make the time, but I know that you make it very, very easy for women to join and actually get the support without feeling weighed way down. Yeah. So the whole program is done online. It's actually done on zoom. Um, and we meet once a week for like seven to eight weeks, depending on how long, um, the, the tribe runs. And, um, it's all about connecting, supporting and feeling empowered. And each week there's a topic on either motherhood. So like parenting, um, parenting things like potty training or, um, conflicts or um, temper tantrums or it's about marriage where we talk about like how things going with your spouse when's the last time you went on a date like have you guys talked about things that are important to you do you just like both on your phone scrolling all the time like just bringing up things that I think are happening in every marriage and making us aware of like how do you feel about that like and working on it together and then the last um, pillar is Oh, is self-care. So I call it mind, body, and soul care because I like the idea of just like your mind, taking care of your body, and then whatever fills your soul up. And that's where we just talk about um, how do you feel as a person? Like strip away the mom, strip away the wife. What ignites your soul? What makes you feel happy each day? Are you doing those things? Are you, uh, are you taking time to actually be a person like who you were before you kind of put on all these layers and really making sure that you're being intentional of kind of like digging that person out and bringing her to the party of kind of who you are and meshing all that together. That's huge. <laughs> I felt when I put that thing aside and I stopped working, I completely got lost. I stopped wearing makeup. I started like dressing up. I stopped, I just stopped doing all of those things. And I think that, um, you know, we're all of these things, but we're also, you know, women and individuals and we have interests of our own. 
Uh, and I think that if we can fuel that, it just changes. You know what? Um, maybe you'll have some really helpful suggestions. One of the things that really, really worked for me or that was very helpful was I said to myself, I'm like, I'm going to put on mascara every single morning. And I'm going to leave the house every single day. And it, it, that small, I, I know it sounds so like vain, but it was like by that, that small act, I felt invincible by the time they woke up because I felt like I just felt better about myself. Yeah. I, I, put, I put earrings on today because I quit wearing yeah. earrings. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's the small things, isn't it? It's just little things that make me feel like, oh, I love earrings or just silly stuff like that, that I feel like sometimes we put down just because we feel too busy or too tired. And really that's, it makes us feel better. So then we're going to show up better for our family and show up better for our kids if we feel good. Yeah. And I think it's really good to, to remember that, that while there is, maybe this is not the time when we run, you know, the biggest company in the world. There's a time uh, one of my clients told me, there's a time to raise children, there's time to raise flowers. Mm -hmm. And I love that because sometimes it's, just, it's a phase where we're going to be, so we may not fully give ourselves what we need, but in small doses, that's really incredibly important. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So what, I know we talked about like, what do we think um, society um, asks of us? To be like this as a perfect mom, but what do you think our children need as a good mom, right? Because I know this is so subjective, but you're also an expert and you do so much research. Developmentally, how do we have to show off for our children every single day to actually feel like I, we're doing a good job for them? Or is there really individual? Is there really truly no formula? I mean, I think it's super individual, but I, in the last six months, have just really been an advocate for putting yourself first, because I think that we, when we heard Harry Hill talk, for example, um, in, in LA, like, you can't, you can't show up and be the best mom if you aren't doing the things that fill you up as a mom, and that was such a light bulb moment for me, like, if I'm not taking care of myself and feel good about myself, I'm not going to show up a hundred percent for my kids. I'll give them like 50 or, you know, 40. And I don't want that. I want to be fun. I want to be energetic. And that means that I'm going to meditate in the morning and I'm going to move my body once a day. And I'm going, even if it's hard or it's tough or it makes everything tight, I'm going to do the things that make me feel happy and feel good so that then I can go give all of that to my husband and my kids. Yeah, no, that's, that, that's really brilliant. Um, it just doesn't always land for whatever reason. Um, you know what? It's gotten super, super, super dark here. So let me just turn on, turn on my, my light really quickly. <laughs> All right, we're back in business. Um, I think it's going to storm here in Minneapolis. It is. It's storming right now in Eden Prairie. Oh, it is. Oh my goodness. going to go, get dark really quickly. <laughs> so one of the uh, things that I've noticed recently, you have announced that there's this aligned challenge that you are doing. Would you walk us through what the challenge is and how it can be helpful to moms out there? 
Yeah. Um, so the Align Challenge is basically going to be like a mind, body, and soul challenge. I am so passionate, if you couldn't tell from before, about putting yourself first or having, and it's not even about putting yourself first. It's about implementing small routines or structured things that help you feel good as a person so that then you can show up and be the best person, whether it's going to work or to your spouse or to your family. Um, and so really all it is, is entering into the challenge. And then, um, each day you get to pick four things that are on this list of things that you're going to do for yourself. Um, and then doing that for 14 days and seeing how you feel after. And then each day you'll get a support or tool or resource for me to help you. If you're struggling with movement, I'm going to send you a workout guide from another friend. And if you're struggling with meditation, I'm going to send you a med So it's, it's really meant to make all of these things that I think sometimes us moms feel are so scary or so big, really manageable and really easy to just implement seamlessly into the pockets of your day to then help you be and feel so much better. So you're basically giving them a taste of everything that you do and, <laughs> and it's free. Yeah. That's, that's really amazing. So what if there's a mama listening to this, what would she have to be feeling to want to enter the challenge? If you're feeling lost or overwhelmed or in my uh, weekly newsletter, if you can't remember if you've washed your hair or the last time you've washed your hair, if you shampooed your hair and you're like, crap, did I condition? Like if you are doing those things, please come do the challenge because it's just meant to make you slow down and be more intentional about your day so that you have less moments of like, did I feed the dog? I mean, just because that is our, we have so much going on in our heads that I feel like we just need a little push to get a little more support. <laughs> so I, I think that's really brilliant because you're speaking the language or like everything you're saying, I'm like, yep, yeah, like you're nailing it. It's so funny. Some of these themes are just so common, aren't they? Yeah. It, and, and I remember, you know, uh, people trying to, to give me advice before I'm like, oh, it will be fine. I, I will be like, we're always such, such, such clever last, last yes. Before, before we have kids and then reality sets in. And of course, it's like we, we create our own reality, but there's, I, I think that the hardships around neglecting the self, I think it's the greatest pain, even more than a marriage or um, feeling tired, but just not feeling like yourself. So I just absolutely love that you're doing that. It's really yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for it. I'm, I can't wait for it to start. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if there is, if let's say you were to um, have a big podium to speak in front of thousands and, and thousands of women, and you had one minute to tell them the, you know, a takeaway or the biggest thing that you have learned in the last few years, what would it be? That you are imperfectly perfect and to just continue to put yourself first and do things that light you up so that you can go light others up. Ah, that's perfect. I love that. Okay. So this is something that we just have to really keep repeating over and over again, because honest to God, that, that escaped me for 18 months when I had the little ones. It just completely escaped yep. me because I thought I had to be the martyr. 
I thought that motherhood is martyrdom mm -hmm. and that like if I took care of myself or, you know, did any, God forbid I went and got a massage. That was so selfish. I know, I know. I've come a long way. I've come a long way. But it was, it was really, really difficult at the time. So I think that I, the earlier we can really understand that, the, the better personally. When is the next Mama Tribe starting? So the Mama Tribe will start September 16th. I'm super excited about it. And I already have all the speakers lined up. So it's, it's going to be fun. I love it. Is there any sneak peeks that people can expect? Um, we are going to hear from a veteran mom who sent her kids to college. Um, so I'm super excited about that one. I always love that insight. Yeah, just like tips and tricks from somebody who's, who's literally done what we, you know, we're in the thick of it and it's hard to even see, see that far. And so I thought it'd be really fun to bring a speaker in that could talk about that. So that's one that I'm super excited about. I love that. And you know, one of the things that for me comes by every time I, I talk to women who have, um, you know, who are empty nesters, who children are grown, uh, they all say they regret not having spent more time with their children. Every yeah. single one of them. And that is so pierced into my memory, so much so that I'm foregoing so many things right now that I could be doing. And literally, I spent the whole last month just off of social media, just with my little ones. And I couldn't have been happy. Like, you filled my batteries so much. Um, so I, I, I don't know about other people. I can't do everything yeah. at the same time. I love that. Maggie, what, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever given any thought about what you want your legacy to be. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is, this is a tough question. I want to leave a legacy of, of this business where no mom ever has to feel alone and that whether they live in the country and they don't have any neighbors or they live in the middle of a bustling city, they have a community that they can plug into and that my kids see that if they have a vision or a dream about something that they can go out and create it. And it's, it's possible. Oh, it's inspiring to watch you do it. Because again, when I had the little ones as you do, and I, I was pregnant, I wasn't doing much of anything. So I don't know if you realize that about yourself, but you're a very special woman. <laughs> and I think that uh, it took me a while to learn that one of the greatest gifts that we can give to our children is an example so they can see about, you know, uh, what's possible and they will respect us more even. Yeah. So I really love that. Thank All you. Right. Um, where can people find you? Where can they come in? you i highly recommend following you on instagram because i love your stories <laughs> but anywhere where where people can connect with you yeah so instagram is great um it's meggie m-e-g-g-i-e -G -G -E underscore m underscore martin um and then on facebook uh, the mama tribe has its own facebook page that you're welcome to um like all the events that are coming up like registration for the mama tribe are on that and then I love connecting on Facebook to um, just message me and say, hey, I listened to the podcast. I want to connect and I'm happy to chat. I don't always accept people if I don't like know, know them. So it's good if you send a message along with it. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So send a note and tell her you heard her here. I love that. Uh, you are, you're just so lovable. I feel like grateful that, that we're friends. And I always go back to, I remember we've, you know, had, 
uh, an afternoon in, um, was it, I think it was Manhattan Beach. Yeah. And we said, that was so incredibly lovely. And I just, I love who you are as a human. I love who you are as a mama. I love who you are as a business owner. Basically how you're showing up in your life. I think I just find it incredibly inspiring. And, and um, I see other moms, you know, having the same reaction. No, thank you. That's it's, it's really cool. So I want to end with a few really like a quick round questions. You up for it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Best book. Okay. Best book. So what started this whole business idea was the book Earth is Hiring by Peter Kelly. Oh. Um, yeah. And I, it's, it's funny. I got it like two years ago. And when I was pregnant, I just couldn't read it. It was like the universe was like, nope, you're not ready. And then this past January, I was still sitting on my nightstand and I read it and that's, I got the idea for the business and I was like, I'm going to go for it. And that's I love how, that. would you give yeah. me a really quick summary of what the book is about? Oh, it's about how kind of how we're conditioned of like working nine to five and not following our dreams. And if you have an idea, go for it, try it. What's the worst that's going to happen? And she talks a lot about money mindset and business and how we can help the earth and it's just it's a really great like culmination of of what you could do if you have if you have something on your heart i love that I, again you're such an inspiration because you're well here's the thing so often when when women stay at home it's like i'm just a mom and you had this idea of start an incredible business that's serving others and you actually went for it you could have said no, you could have made your life easier, but there's like, there's this the, the drive and need to be of service and to connect mamas. That I find so inspiring. I just love that. Thank you. Yeah. Life is, finish the sentence. A fun adventure. Oh, <laughs> there's adventure. <laughs> I, I venture out and say that adventure is one of your values. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Having faith means. Oh, I believing that everything is happening for you and that it will all, it's all, it's all going to come out, come, got to keep going. <laughs> That's the most common answer to this question, by the way. I, I was the one that came to me. <laughs> I love that. My current struggle is wanting to do all the things, all the events, all the, I want to be stay at home. I want to have a nanny. I, I just. <laughs> I want it all. I want to do it all. And I know I can't. So it's just really been honing down on what I can do. One thing at it all. We can do it all, but not everything at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Best advice I was ever given. This is a hard one. I don't think, I feel like in my whole life I've picked up like tiny little nuggets. Um, well, give us a few then. Uh, well, I think when we heard Amanda uh, Bucci speak in LA. She talked about following her thread for this little thread. And literally that is how I got here today is just literally following this little thread and trusting, um, what the universe is telling me and just moving forward. So I, I think if you have something on your heart, don't worry about how, just worry about taking action towards it. And so that's what I do every day. Oh, I love that. And if any mamas out there have an idea for business, but they don't think they can do it, that they're, they're, you know, just a mom, what would you tell them? You can, 
if it's, if it's on, it was put on your heart for a reason. And that is your, if you're up to it, it's your task to bring forward. We, all of us have something to create and to give to this world. And it's our job to, to honor that and to show up and to do the work. How brilliantly said. I love that. Maggie, this was great. Thank you so much for sharing with us. I really, really appreciate you so much. And um, I'm going to be uh, actually joining the challenge. And I'm super excited to see everything you do because you're just, I think you have, again, I've said this before, the greatest heart. Uh, you have the best work ethic, which is amazing. And you're just an incredible human. I feel so grateful that we're in, live in the same city. Yeah, I'm so grateful I met you. I just yeah. love you. <laughs> Thank you so much. And uh, folks, we're going to share all the contact information for Maggie, wherever you can find this. And until next time, stay well. Bye. Well, there you have it, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means the world. Please share with anyone that might find this useful. And go ahead to all iTunes stations and please give us a five-star rating. So much love for you all. Please, please, please know that everything can be different. You're worthy. You're good enough. And let's up level together.